How do you make business problems disappear? Wrap them in bacon. For business owners, marketing execs, and anyone trying to grow your business, pump your profits, and make more while doing less, welcome to Bacon Wrapped Business with Brad Costanzo. Sizzling hot business advice guaranteed to make you fat. Profits? Every week our chefs will serve you proven recipes for ramping up your revenue. Now here's your host, Brad Costanzo. All right, welcome back to Bacon Wrap Business. This is Brad Costanzo, and today I have got Patrick Styles with me. And before I bring on Patrick, I am going to just a uh, quick few announcements. Um, been a busy couple weeks for me. I have actually been um, I'm behind on getting you guys a an episode. I've been inundated with going to events and planning events and working on a couple of uh, business acquisitions and some really crazy stuff that I'm happy to talk about on future episodes. So this is, if this is your first time ever joining me here on Bacon Wrap Business uh, and you're just now tuning in, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and make sure that you uh, you know don't miss out on that. By the way, one of the things I am doing in the next uh, month, month and a half, on September 15th and 16th, myself and my client, Jesse Itzler, who was on a former uh, episode of mine, we are co-organizing a really cool event in Atlanta, Georgia, called uh, We Do Hard Stuff Live. And the, the website is wedohardstuff.com forward slash live. Jesse, who is a... Uh, a former rapper turned um, sports music pioneer who sold his business to a public company, started Marquee Jets, sold it to Warren Buffett, helped to co-found uh, Zico Coconut Water and sold it to uh, Coca-Cola. He's one of the owners of the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks basketball team, and he's married to the youngest female billionaire uh, in U.S. history, Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. So... Jesse and I have been working together for the past six months, and we've organized just a really cool event uh, that I'd love to welcome you guys to come check out. As I said, that's wedohardstuff.com forward slash live. It's September 15th and 16th. So go ahead and jump on that right now. Email me, by the way, if you have any questions about it at askbrad at baconwrappedbusiness.com. Um, so let's go into today's guest. I want to welcome Patrick Stiles to the show. Patrick is a serial entrepreneur. He's got multiple businesses, just like we all do, yours truly included. And I got introduced to Patrick from a mutual friend, and he was talking about this um, this really cool video software. So you guys are familiar with Wistia and YouTube and things that you would host sales videos on uh, on your website. And this company called Vitalytics was recommended. Patrick is the owner of it. And I'll let him explain exactly what it is and why it works. But I've been testing this out for the past month and I'm loving it. And it's a really advanced way to peer in on what all of your uh, all of your customers or potential customers and viewers are seeing and doing, more importantly, when they're on uh, you know watching your video sales letters. So at the risk of, or it's to stop butchering exactly what it does, I'm gonna bring Patrick on and let him kind of explain not only what it does and why he built it, but some of his background and some of the best practices that he's seen in this, as well as a couple other things that we can learn from a, another successful serial entrepreneur. Patrick, welcome to Bacon Wrap Business. 
Hey, what's up, Brad? Thanks so much for having me on the show. That was a great intro. Hopefully I can live up to it. And I just want to say that I am super bummed that I'm booked on the week of September 15th and can't make it to We Do Hard Things Live. Well, you're going to uh, see, uh, well, yeah. it's, by the way, it's We Do Hard Stuff Live, not stuff, Things. 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 <laughs> no, things are, things are easy. Stuff, things, stuff is Things hard. are easy. Stuff. Stuff is definitely harder than things. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, but you're going to see Jesse Itzler on uh, like the, a couple days before when you're at Ed O'Keefe's event, right? So. Yep. Yeah, nice. so I'm super pumped for that. Nice. But yeah, unfortunately, I can't do both. You'll be super pumped after you see Jesse and then be like, man, I want to go hang out with him this weekend. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll change my flight. Absolutely. So, so man, cool. welcome to the show. As I said, I've been using Vitalytics here for um, about a month and you and I were going over it you know, my account online here, but let's, um, let's talk about, okay, video marketing. I don't, I don't think I need to explain to anybody that it's, it's where it's at. It's where yeah. the majority of sales come from. If they don't understand that, trust me guys, it's true. I just saved you a lot of studying. So <laughs> shortcut. Yeah. So, so let's, uh, let's just jump right into it. Like what explain in your words, why, you know, what was the gap in the marketplace that you saw that, made you create Vitalytics, but maybe start with what exactly Vitalytics does and why it's so unique. Yeah, for sure. So Vitalytics is a video hosting platform for businesses that want videos on their websites. And it's really kind of made not just for any old business or Fortune 500 that wants a plain old video, but it's for somebody like you and I, Brad, who are selling with video and we need results out of our video. So we're not hiring some big fancy like brand agency to come in and make like a video and charge us thousands of dollars, but we're actually selling in that video and we're looking to get conversions, right? We want to move the needle on the dollars and cents with our videos. So, you know, and basically it has bar none, the most advanced, useful analytics for marketers that are selling with video. So it makes it incredibly easy to tell if your video is working, what parts are, what parts aren't, and what you can do to make more money with your videos. So going into like why I created this whole thing, because it was a monster project of a, you know, very complicated technology, uh, you know, dozens of designers and developers and you know lots of money went into it is that for the last seven years I've been an online marketer in my own business uh, that wasn't my first company my first you know uh, stint into entrepreneurship but it was the first time that I started selling things online and selling online is so much harder than selling in person which is my background and you know to what I found early on is that it is so much easier to get a conversion with a video than it is in any other way. And a lot of people, not to get off on a side tangent here of how I created Vitalytics, but a lot of people think that creating videos are hard or it's daunting or or something like that. And it's actually not. Once you know a couple of shortcuts and, and you realize that it's just a lot more effective medium than trying to make a beautiful web page with, you know, design and code and responsiveness and everything like that. So anyways, over the last seven years, I've sold millions of dollars of my own products and services online, and every single sale I ever made was done so with a video. And when a video works great, it's fantastic, and you can worry about other things of your business like scaling your traffic or hiring staff or getting more product or whatever. Uh, but when a video fails, it can be gut-wrenching because until now, until Vitalytics, you were basically in the dark to know like why that was happening, you know? Yeah, it's one of the biggest problems if you're run, like you can, it's really easy to run split tests, multivariate split tests against a sales page because you've got sure. so much stuff that you can try and test and you know, okay, I changed this and this happened. Mm -hmm. But with a video, you've never been able to tell and you don't know, is it at the beginning yeah. where they dropping off? So oh yeah, that's one of the things I loved is when I logged in and I looked at your, your graphs, like I can see where the, not only where the audience drop-offs are and everything else, but you've got some really cool stuff where you're tracking 
all these multiple conversions so I can see where the conversions are happening in the video as well. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe your video is getting sales, but it's happening in the first 30 seconds of a 20 minute video. And it basically means that people are saying like, oh, yuck, or I don't want to watch this. Like, who cares? And they're just, you know, they're clicking the buy button. And if that's the case, maybe you're getting conversions, but you're missing out on so much opportunity because that video could be doing such a better job of selling. And until now, you had no clue. And that and you're absolutely right with split testing web pages versus videos. Until now, you were totally in the dark and it was a black box of what was happening inside your video. Even if you're using something like Wistia that has, um, you know, okay video analytics, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but to let you in on a little secret, and you can find this buried on their blog, but Wistia's analytics haven't changed at least their, you know, UI as mm -hmm. far as how it looks. Maybe under the hood they changed some things, but it hasn't changed for nine years. So I think it was back in 2008 when um, they came out with that, which at the time it was totally cutting edge. And I mean, that was amazing. They were ahead of their time. But, I mean, that was back when George W. Bush was president, you know, and a lot has changed in the technical arena, especially in the online marketing arena. So I was using Wistia for years and years and years um, for, for my VSLs. And I just found that when a video didn't work and I needed the answers of why I was banging my head against the keyboard and I couldn't figure out, like, you know, what was wrong with the video, even with their analytics that are, you know, mildly interesting, but they weren't very actionable. You can't even change the date range on their analytics to see, say, like how the last week performed with a new, you know, type of traffic or something like that. So that was my inspiration to go out and create Fitalytics. And it was a monster project and it's been a huge learning experience and I had a ton of fun. And uh, now it's a really mature product with some big, big names that are using it. No, I, I love it. And it's been, um, it's been a really fun one to play with, as I said, like because we created a video that or my, one of my clients did that I wasn't sure about. But like you just like, you know, we were able to see it on here that it's actually got a pretty good engagement rate. And I can see, you know, where, where the conversions are happening and, uh, and all this. And I, and I like being able to have that data because otherwise, yeah, you're just shooting in the dark. So. Um, any, is there anything else about Vitalytics that you really love besides just the, you know, the tracking and analytics? Is there any, are there any other killer features maybe that I don't even know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like one thing, so you can see where conversions are happening, but you can also slice and dice that information. So you can see like how mobile like viewers are converting from your video or people in certain countries or browsers or the ones I love are buyers and non-buyers to see where you're losing the people that aren't making a purchase mm. or first time viewers and repeat viewers. Uh, you can click a button and have two graphs on the same screen so you know like which video is doing better. But, uh, you know, that's all in the realm of kind of like analytics and, you know, optimizing and making more money with your video. But like one feature that we just rolled out is uh, autoplay on mobile devices. And this is something that is getting a lot of people super excited. I mean, yeah, that's great. Yeah. People that are spending, you know, 100 grand or even seven figures a month on uh, paid traffic are testing this out because it's such a game changer. And what we do better than anybody else is it will start playing in the background and it will be on mute and it has an overlay that says your video is playing, tap for sound, and you immediately hit that. It doesn't have to go full screen. So if you have a timed call to action button that appears like on your page after a certain amount of time, your viewer can still see that and it doesn't go full screen so they don't have the controls or anything like that. So it's it's going to be the future of video marketing is you're going to see a lot more videos that are auto playing on mobile devices. And, and we do it in the most seamless way so that you're, you know, for conversions, because any obstacle to getting the sound on or making it full screen or not making it full screen is, is going to hurt your conversions. And a lot of these other video platforms aren't built for direct response marketers. No, they're they're, yeah. yeah, they're really catering to like, you know, Fortune 500s and people that are really kind of clueless when it comes to like 
you know, performance marketing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So what, yeah. what's been your growth plan with this as far as like uh, switching over from describing the product, like as far as the business goes, what are you doing to currently market it, sell it, get the word out besides appearing on podcasts like this, et cetera? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a direct response guy, so I'm trying anything and everything to, you know, get, you know, uh, conversions and to get signups that has a positive ROI. So we've tried affiliate webinars and affiliate landing pages, and we've done like half a dozen different iterations of landing pages with cold Facebook traffic. You know, I've done a couple podcasts like this. We're doing a freemium model that we're just rolling out right now. We also just launched a referral program. So you can sign up for a free account, uh, totally free. You get 500 plays very easy to understand and if you want more than that you can just refer a couple friends and we just keep loading you up there's no limit never expires uh for you to be able to get free usage on the platform so technically especially somebody like you with a huge following that's very influential you know you could potentially get a enterprise account that would normally cost thousands of dollars a month for for free so that's something that we literally launched in the last 48 hours so we're doing a lot of that and you know but to be perfectly honest this is just you know one of the three companies that I'm running right now. And, you know, so it's, uh, I, I'm doing the best, but it's been a fun project. And, you know, we'll see how some of my other businesses do. But, uh, you know, and I was telling you about one of them before we jumped on the call here that is a, you know, practitioner line of health products that's investor backed and is, is just very exciting what we're going to be doing there. So depending on where my, you know, my time commitments, you know, need to go, I'll probably be looking to hire a marketer or a CEO, somebody to come in and take over that role for me. So if anybody's out there and thinks that they're, you know, they have the chops to really grow a SaaS product, get in touch because you could have a huge chunk of equity on a really cool product. I love it. I think yeah. that's super cool. And I may, I may yeah. know some people that I could send your way. Speaking yeah. of, uh, speaking of hiring. Oh, by the way, so before I get yeah. into this, we're, and I do want to talk to you about hiring because I know that's a big part of your background and uh -huh. very important as a business owner. But, um, one of the things that I would do, if you haven't done this, is I would do a video where I would almost do a, I could almost see you doing like a side-by-side -side comparison of, let's just say this or Wistia or somebody else. Uh, I'm talking about like for a video Facebook ad and you're just, yeah. whether you're just showing, like I, I like showing the, here's what we can do, here's what the other people can't do, or just doing a walkthrough video, just exactly showing some of the stuff that you were showing me on your on your other one where you've got all mm -hmm. the little traffic and conversions, just doing little show and tell with that stuff should yeah. get the attention of a lot of people that would be potential customers. Just it's like you got something super cool mm -hmm. with the commodity. Yeah. And yeah, and we've, we've done some of that uh, with the video ads and kind of showing like, you know, the, the UI of how you can use it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I like your idea, though, of the side by side. So I actually just wrote myself a note yep. uh, uh, of something to try there. Like, yeah, I would, do, I would potentially do a little test and you could make it a, a very easy test. Like for one week, just take one of your videos and run some traffic to us. If you can get a mm -hmm. thousand viewers on on each one and then go in and say, OK, in Wistia, I'm going through. Uh, where's my conversions? Where's this? Where's this? I don't know. <laughs> Right, it's kind of like, yeah. hey, listen, here's the, uh, yeah. here's the way. So, yeah. uh, so real fast, ahead. I just want to say something about that. So, like this thing, like like we kind of brought it to market over the last six months of you know, and that was after spending six months in development. And uh, the very first thing I did was split test it against Wistia because I wanted to make sure that it converted as well. Mm -hmm. And I, so we did an AA test, identical videos, uh, you know, split tested against each other to make sure there was no material difference in like the performance of ours. You know, that's what I thought would happen. It was a brand new product. So I was expecting it to, you know, for them to be neck and neck and crossing over each other as far as conversion rates. And that's not what happened. Uh, we beat them in conversion rate. And we ran the test for a couple of months. And, you know, we basically led them by, 
as much as 20% better in conversion rate, and they never, ever took the lead besides the first few days of, you know, wild variants on the test. Um, nice. and, and I account that totally to speed because we really rigged this thing to be ultra fast. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know this. A lot of people don't care about it. And I've seen online discussions where people are like, oh, you're crazy, that's fast enough, you're being, you know, stupid. And it's like, no, like I've done split test. Because we, so my background, how I got into building custom tech was I built a split tester for my business that ran on our server. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like Optimizely that ran in your browser, which really slows things down. And we wanted to add a cross domain tracking feature to it. Mm-hmm. And my CTO pitched it. And I go, well, let's give it a shot, but we got to test it because it's going to slow down the page because it had a little redirect in there. And it was a theoretical 300 milliseconds. And we split tested it. It's the fastest split test I've ever done in my life. We called it within one day because no. the gap the gap in the conversion rate was, it, it cut our conversion rate in half. Whoa. Yeah, so speed absolutely matters. That's I mean, a trick. If speed only matters if money matters. <laughs> well, yeah. sure, yeah. If you don't like money, yeah. you're like, screw this. Screw <laughs> yeah, if you don't like money, so, yeah, but this is a communist China. Exactly. So, yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. you said you, uh, offline, that you, you, know, you came from uh, doing a lot of corporate recruiting and some mm-hmm. of the biggest successes you've had obviously is surrounding yourself with the right people and hiring and interviewing and you know as an entrepreneur myself and somebody who's got multiple things going and who does have a a few employees and need to hire more um this has always been one of the biggest headaches because i just hate the process of hiring and looking for the person i just kind of want to close my eyes and they magically show up uh are there any tips tricks or strategies that you've kind of used to be efficient at not only the hiring process, but hiring the right people. Yeah, so there's a ton, and I'll go into them, but you know, I just want to mention to any entrepreneurs out there that are maybe struggling with hiring or not sure if they're hiring or anything like that is, you know, my story with it is that I was a recruiter, a contingency executive search recruiter, you know, hustling the phone day in, day out, um, cold calling CEOs and candidates of the competitors of my clients, and closing deals, and I, I would charge 20, 30 grand for each deal. And I, I went out, that was my first business. Um, so, you know, I, I was quite good at it. I was a top performer at all the firms I was at. And I went out on my own, in my own business, and I hired, I, I made a really dumb mistake, and I hired friends and family. And I had terrible experiences with that, as you can probably guess in hindsight. But I think there's just such a natural urge to be like, oh, well, my buddy knows sales or my buddy needs a job, yep. so I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna hire him. And I've lost up to 12 grand on a bad hire. I've lost friendships and I even hired my father, which was a disaster. And at that time, I got like a lot of negative feedback, like you're terrible at management, like you need to improve, or not even you need to improve, but you shouldn't do this. By the way, did you like say the- you hired your dad? I hired my dad. That's so funny because I was talking about this yesterday about potentially hiring my dad to do something. Don't do it. Hey, don't no, do I don't. It. Yeah, I don't know your dad, so I can't say it's a terrible idea. And right now, my wife works with me, and yeah. it's tense, and it works because she's super awesome um, and very easygoing, like the exact opposite of me. Yeah. But uh, so you know, you can break the rules, but just be careful. But. Anyway, so I had this idea that like, you know, I, I wanted to be a solo guy, I just wanted me and my laptop, I had to do everything myself, and I took on this enormous load of stress and work, and I never got things done, I was drowning in details, and you know, that's just a terrible way to live, and it's a terrible way to execute on business. Yeah. So. Uh, luckily, I dated a woman who was a fellow entrepreneur from Estonia, and she came from like this leadership background, like this leadership program, uh, much bigger in Europe, called ASEC. Mm-hmm. And 
basically, so she was all about hiring and building teams and like, you know, being that inspirational leader. And she was like, you should hire people. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not a big business. I don't have benefits. I can't pay the most. Like nobody would want to work with me. And she's like, are you crazy? You have so much to offer. And I started thinking about it and realizing like, hey, you can work from home. You can live anywhere. You can learn about entrepreneurship. Um, you can have flexible hours. And um, you know you can grow with a company. You can get equity in, in, in a business that's booming. Uh, you can choose your own career path. And I started. So she really changed my thinking. I'm like really grateful uh, for this happening because really like I struggled and struggled and struggled in my own businesses. And I had some success. I, I sold millions and you know had a great life. I was traveling around the world. But I really was holding myself back. And it's a big choke point. Uh, a favorite quote of mine from Elon Musk is that a company at the end of the day is just a group of people that are trying to achieve like a goal together. That's right. a paraphrase, but the point's the same, right? So you're really only as good as the people around you. So that's when, so a couple of years ago, I got serious about trying to hire people and just get better at the scale of hiring and managing people, right? Yeah. So that's the backstory that I wanted to share with people that maybe other people have experienced or you know that they could learn from. So I'll go into the uh, to the things that I do for hiring today. You want to hear those? Yeah, please. Okay, cool. So. Okay, a couple of things. Number one, I've learned that it's just a volume game. And if you want people that are like the top percent, um, like top 10% of like, you know, whatever job function they hold, then, you know, you're going to probably have to spend, you know, 10 times as much time, like, you know, sourcing those people and really like uh, quantifying, you know, how good they are and stuff like that. So I've learned just to put in the effort and to get as many people in, in the door as possible to interview. So I'll post a job and like we'll do Upwork and we'll like invite a bunch of people to apply. If we have contacts in certain countries that we wanna target, we'll post local jobs or we'll go on LinkedIn. I'll make announcements on Facebook or my LinkedIn or maybe send out an email or something like that. So just increase the volume of your candidates because oftentimes I've been there where I'm like, I got three candidates, they're all like, you know, bad. So I pick like the best worst one, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the best. So increasing that volume is definitely going to help. And also like having, and so if you have a lot of volume, you got to have a process to quickly get through it. So my wife, my right-hand woman, uh, she'll screen the candidates and like just, you know, eliminate the people that are like, that we know are not a fit just by looking at their, their profile or, or their resume. And then from there, depending on how we run it, she'll sometimes get on a call for five or 10 minutes and just talk about the job, ask a couple questions. And like, so all that info's in a spreadsheet and that allows her to really screen, especially for English ability or if they're serious or if they don't show up on time or something like that. So that can knock out a lot of people right there. And then I'll get on a call and I'll ask them like certain questions. And if I was doing this really, really, really well, I would probably be doing the same exact questions and, and stuff like that and having another person on the call and actually doing something more like top grading, which is a great book that yeah, I recommend. That. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, but it's a big animal to kind of. Oh, implement. yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah. But then, you know, so kind of interview those people in a standardized fashion. But then the next thing that I always do, and this has been probably the biggest improvement in my hiring, like batting average, is give somebody a test. And if they're like, hey, we're an agency, we don't do tests or whatever, it's like, fine, have, have a nice life, get mm -hmm. out of here. Or like, just tell me your hourly rate or whatever. And if you start doing a lot of tests, we found, oh, anywhere from 50 to 90% of them are gonna fail. Mm -hmm. So if you pay for that, then it can get kind of expensive. So normally what I'll offer is like, here's the deal. And I sell them. And, and like on that first call, when I'm talking to them, I'm selling hard and I'm telling them why they wanna work with us and like the volume of work and how they can grow with us and the things that I think are gonna matter to them. And I ask those questions as well. And sometimes they're like, well, I want to be a part of a big team or I don't want to code. I want to manage projects. And it's like, well, that's not the job you applied for. See you later. Mm -hmm. uh, but then give them a standardized test, the same exact test that every single person. And, and, uh, and What kind of test do you use? 
with coding, it's really easy, yeah. right? Because it's a it's a quantified test that we can have them do. Uh, so it'll be like for a lot of our coders that help build Vitalytics, we're like, all right, build this chat system. And there's maybe 10 points of how it's supposed to like work and how it's supposed to look. And then, so I'd get it done and I hand it off to my CTO to analyze. Mm -hmm. Now, what if you don't have a CTO? Well, for a really long time, I didn't have a CTO. So what I would do, I didn't have the standardized test, but I knew if something worked, right? I couldn't tell if the code was really clean or what, but I would just hire somebody and I would have a lot of little, really small projects lined up for them to do. And, you know, price that maybe 200 to 500 bucks and I would give it to them and it'd be fixed rate. So if they didn't complete it, they wouldn't get paid. And I would really see like their communication skills, you know, how fast they are. Do they ask questions? Do they deliver something that sucks? And probably the most important thing with anybody that I've hired is how do they respond to feedback? Because they oh, might yeah, get something huge. great. Yeah, they might get something great out of the gate, but I don't want to spend like, you know, 10 back and forth trying to explain to them a simple concept. <laughs> so like, I find that how well they respond to my changes and requests because business is dynamic and, you know, we have to be agile and respond to the market and see, you know, and really try to be like as nimble as possible. So that's like a critical skill, at least in my companies, uh, to be able to, you know, be really kind of agile. So that's something that, that I definitely look for. And to find my CTO, I went, I hired about eight people. It took me about nine months and you could have done this in 30 or 60 days if you're in a rush, but I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was fumbling my way through it. And at the end of that, I found this guy, I'd worked with enough people that I knew exactly what I was looking for. We struck it off, you know, it's like love at first sight and it's been a great partnership. We've worked together for almost two years and we built a, a really phenomenal company together. That's fantastic. I love to hear that, man. Uh, yeah. And it's something that, as I said, I'm, uh, I'm, pursuing getting much better at myself it's never been a strength of mine but it's been one of those things i've always wanted to develop and continuing to do so so i appreciate all of your insights on this on um so on vitalytics how do we uh if people want to get that it's it's vid i'm not looking at it al i'll put a link in the show notes <laughs> so, yeah it's v yeah we couldn't make it more complicated to say. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's V-I-D-A-L-Y-T-I-C-S. So like it. video analytics, Vitalytics. Um, yeah, so go to Vitalytics. You can get a free account. If you have any questions, we're here to help and uh, answer anything that you got. Um, diving into the analytics and getting those conversions. That's cool, yeah. And I, as I said uh, to my listeners, I've been using it for the past month and I'm really excited about the things that I can do here and I like it a lot better than any of the other stuff that I've been using in the past. So I think you've That's done great. a great product here. Have you, got, have you got kind of an exit plan on this? Is this something you want to uh, get grown up and um, and then sell to ideally a bigger SaaS company or what? Are, yeah, you know, you, you know, I'd love to grow it and sell it for a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll see because I, I'm starting this other business and stuff and I'm super excited about that. Um, you know, and this is this is the first SaaS that I've built and commercialized. So mm -hmm. I've built other software products, but they were ugly and just functional. They did the job good enough for just inside our company. But this is the first one where I kind of pushed it to completion. So I love tech. I think long term, I'm probably going to be in tech. But uh, I also love health and uh, creating products like that and building like organizations and processes and teams and, and stuff. So honestly, like. My brother, he's a Marine, and I've tried to talk him like out of like staying in the Marines. I'm like, get out and let's start a business. And he's like, well, what would we do? And he's so hung up on like he's got to be passionate about his thing. Hmm. And like, yeah, like I like I have a buddy that sells like crochet like info products or something or like a crochet magazine, and it just bores me to tears. And he's not a crochet guy. Oh, I know but, exactly what you're talking about. 
Yeah, Dennis Crosby. Yeah, I know yeah, Dennis. he's fantastic. He's one of my good friends here out in uh, Colorado. Um, but it's like, you know, so like I wouldn't want to do something like quite that boring, but really what I like get excited about is the opportunity and growing a team and, and having that thrill of really trying to achieve a goal and, you know, just like move something forward. So, you know, you can be in the best industry in the world, but if you're not making progress, it can be really distur- discouraging. So could not long, more. yeah, so long term with Vitalytics, you know, we'll see, I thought it was going to go viral, you know, the second we launched it. So it was a total, you know, kind of like you know, virgin SaaS entrepreneur, like misconception mistake. So, you know, we'll see, but I believe in the product and, you know, I've earmarked enough funds to keep it, you know, going with my team that I've built that, you know, I, I, you know, the, the final story on all that hiring. So over the last year I hired 20 people. I probably interviewed several hundred, uh, um, people to hire those 20. Mm. And out of that, it was, uh, you know, we, we really just have a couple people that made the cut. So out of those people that made it through that, you know, process of hiring them, screening them and testing them, you know, a lot like, you know, 80, 80 or so percent, or maybe like 60% of those people showed up and failed in the first week. And then, and that's when we said, all right, we got to tighten our process. We got to tighten our standards on like this test and, and stuff like that. But, um, and other people showed up, completed their chunk of the project and move on, you know, cause that, you know, their work was done. Um, but anyway, so I really like my team and I'm going to keep that going. So the product's going to stay around. And as far as if I stay in it or if I find somebody to manage it or if I just sell it, you know, I'm open to all those things. I'm not really too attached to what happens to that in the future. I was having problems with my audio there. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, no, I didn't leave you. I didn't leave you. Yeah. I'd be push- like, all right, we're done. That's a wrap, yeah. folks. I had I, I had pushed mute because my dog was like scratching and the and his little collar was going off. I'm like, go mute. So anyway, um, well, that's cool, man. So I really appreciate all of the insights and the time that you shared with me and the audience today. And I encourage all of my listeners to go out and uh, check out Vitalytics. Once more, the link will be in the show notes. And uh, if you guys have liked this, share it. If they they want to follow you on social or anything else, or if they want to get a hold of you or email you, what's the best way to contact you? Yeah, you can email me at uh, p at Patrick Styles. So p, just the letter, and Patrick Styles, uh, you know, common spelling on Patrick, S-T-I-L-E-S.com. That's a good email for me. Uh, Or just, you know, come to Bitalytics, come to my Facebook page and get in touch. You know, I'm really open to connecting with people. Um, you know, if I can help somebody, you know, I'll do my best with the time I have. Um, or, you know, if there's something to connect and talk about, you know, I'm all ears. So, um, you know, any and every way. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Well, guys, you heard about it here, Vitalytics. It'll, it'll hopefully uh, supercharge your video marketing capabilities. Once more, if you have any questions at all, send me an email to askbrad at baconwrappedbusiness.com, especially if you own a business, if you are plateaued or you are stuck and you don't exactly know what you should do to uh, get your sales going, maybe open up a new channel, see if you can find a way to optimize your profit. I am all ears. Send me an email with your situation to askbrad at baconwrapbusiness.com and I will get back to you on that. And um, until next time, Patrick, thanks a lot for joining me and the and the crew out here listening and uh, Absolutely. look forward to continue to using your product and talking to you live sometime here, hopefully in the near future.